welcome Cody to my show. I hope you're okay. doing well. Yeah. I already know I'm outnumbered <laughs> here. Yes, you are. By no. people that liked it more than I did. Hey, That's not to say I didn't parts. hate it. I didn't hate it. I'm not gonna say I disliked it. I'm just saying you guys like it more. And you guys like a certain movie that I don't like called Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. <laughs> well, nobody likes Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Everybody likes Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice Ultimate Edition. Ultimate Edition. I think that movie sucks too. It's it's just as the bad. The three hour version? Yeah, it's no. the same shitty movie no, but longer. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Yes, no, it no. is. Yes, it is. We're not having that argument. <laughs> We're not cohesive. having that argument today. That's not what this is it's about. Cohesive. It's no more cohesive. It's It's just longer. It's just longer. No, no, Cody. You just—is the movie too dense? And did they overcomplicate things? Maybe. Yes. Should they have done? Yes. yes. Should they have done another (laughs) Superman movie before that? Yes. But Eh, they didn't. eh. This is what we got. (laughs) I don't think they had to. It's just what we got. Stucked. No, like they—they probably could have done another. They could have done a Man of Steel two, and then a Batman movie. And then Batman v Superman. Then your Wonder yes. Woman. And then a Cyborg movie. And then your yeah. Justice League. Because Flash's introduction works in Justice League. You enjoyed Flash's scenes. No, I didn't. Snyder cut. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Get that hot you were, in, you were impressed with the Speed Force scene. I saw your Not really. Run. I wasn't impressed. But I saw your face. I think that... I think that Cody's just going to deny. We saw something it. new, so I was watching to see what was happening. <laughs> I was focused <laughs> on the film. Are we recording? Yes. Are we? Yeah. Okay. I feel like if you just, I, I, I don't. Oh, so like the the whole show so far, like it does not feel that we started. We just sort of like in the middle of an argument already. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what I want. We don't have a formal introduction. <laughs> like they're, they're already mad at me that I don't like their other DCEU films because they're bad. <laughs> uh, but we're mainly here to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League that we've all seen. Jose has seen it at least twice, three times. maybe three no, times. times. <laughs> so, well, let me ask you this, Cody. Um, so, how do we? So, how do we start off with this? Do we how about go, just like, general thoughts? Uh, do we like do we it? Talk about the positive. Yeah, do, yeah, do, but like, do we talk about positives, then negatives, and blah blah blah? Uh, let's just let's talk generally, talk. and then dive into whatever. Okay. Like, first off, um, did did you like it? I love it. It's superior. It's a good. It's a <laughs> cohesive. I don't care how. I just how laughed at how you said works. it's superior. It's superior than the Justice Cut. Okay. Mild, I'm getting annoyed at people mild. calling it the Justice League and stuff. Well, that's I mean, what it is, is. It is. It is his cut, but I'm just like, it's just a theatrical cut. Just call it. I don't. Anyway, anyway, anyway. At least the film. Um, it's cohesive. Uh, yes, um, Junkie XL score is amazing. I, I don't um, think he did. Like another they, guy did. Danny Elfman did. did the score for the theatrical cut. No, yeah. not 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 the yeah. theatrical. This one. No, this this was Junkie XL. Yeah, this is. Oh. Yeah, this is Junkie XL. Anyway, 
Um, we finally get to have uh, a better detailed backstory on Cyborg. Now I like him more. Uh, the Flash, I don't care how much you hate Ezra Miller, but I actually enjoyed this Flash this time. I love this one. Now I want to see him in his uh, solo movie, if they continue doing that. Um, what else? What else? Um, and I don't care if you call bullshit or not, but uh, this movie has a much more emotional impact than uh, the theatrical cut, and I'll stand by that. For what it's worth, the four or five years we waited for this movie, I think, in my opinion, this was worth it. This was worth the wait. Well, uh, I pretty much completely agree. I think this is one of the most impressive comic book movies I've ever seen uh, in terms of its density, in terms of its yeah. scale, in terms of its ambition, in terms yeah. of its uh, desire to differentiate itself completely from Marvel. You know, yeah. uh, Marvel goes out of its way to make its heroes so grounded and so relatable uh, that you'll like them and follow them, you know, to the ends of the earth. Here, they take a, a little more mythological approach to it all. They kind of put the heroes on like a grander pedestal in a more grandiose fashion. But in a way, that's how we view them as kids, you know? You know? You want to be like Superman or Batman or Wonder Woman, you know, when you're little. And so already, in terms of just translating the material, uh, it's it sets itself apart, I think, from most other uh, other comic book movies. And I thought all the performances were great. I thought Steppenwolf was interesting and sympathetic. I thought that all of the elements they teased with dark side and the sod and the uh other uh references to movies we may or may not see um i thought you know those could have maybe been trimmed down but i also appreciate uh sort of saying like hey if you guys want more this is what it'll be and this is what it will look like and uh, I think overall, this movie in particular will stand the test of time. In terms of a comic book film, I think this will be praised as one of the as one of the better ones. And uh, I'm really glad everybody is enjoying it because you know mm -hmm. the first movie was uh, labored under tragedy, and mm -hmm. for everything to come out on the other side, a positive for Zack Snyder and his wife and their family. Uh, I think that's really, really special. And that's the real victory. You know, the movie being the movie being uh, whether or not it revives his plans for the series, the fact that it came out and everybody likes it. And Snyder himself has gone on the record saying he's satisfied with it. He feels like his daughter would have enjoyed it. That's the real I think the real point of it all. Right. And so, uh, yeah. I think, uh, to your point, Jose, the characters are much more fleshed out. Uh, the action is great. It didn't, it had a darker, obviously it had a darker color palette and a, and a tone, but I never felt like bombarded with like 
uh, seriousness in a way that it wasn't fun. Like I was still engaged. They were they were treating like a deadly alien invasion as seriously as they could, you know. Mm-hmm. And the movie was still funny in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and I really really enjoyed it. And I desperately want the sequels, even if they only come out on HBO Max. So I liked it a lot slash loved it. Did you read and... what those sequels would be, though? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. I, know the, I know the plan for the whole trilogy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've read that online. Not good. Yeah. Not not good. Okay. So you don't think those sequels would be good in terms of no. just the general broad <laughs> just... story? Just that you were, yeah, I was not a fan. I was like, nope, I don't need. This. Well, do we want to, uh, Cody? Do do we want to flare up spoilers and talk spoilers? Yeah, I mean, this whole thing is gonna be spoilers yeah. anyways. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Okay, yeah. okay. I didn't want to just uh, jump into spoilers was, before you wanted to. I was going to uh, generally say, um, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I, I I enjoyed it. I think it's way better than the uh, theatrical cut. In uh, many ways, a uh, theatrical cut is a choppy mess and is uh, what I would call painfully mediocre. Um, this one is at least fine. I'll at least say it's fine. Uh, I guess that you can take that positively or however you want. Yeah. I think it's fine. It's fine. So you would say this is a notch above the original, the, yes. the theatrical yes, cut? Yes, Absolutely. Just like yeah. one bump higher. I'll at least say it's better. Okay. Yeah. Much better. Okay. I'll okay. accept that. <laughs> a lot of things I like way more. And yeah. I agree, it's definitely way more fleshed out in a good way most of the time. Oh, was that it? Or... And it was <laughs> uh, it was more fun. Even though it, yeah, it so was supposed fun, to be more serious, actually. but it was actually more fun. Because... The fun the actually... theatrical cut went for was very cringe and uh not yeah. not fun. <laughs> uh music choice is everything. And uh mm-hmm. the music choice for certain scenes over what was picked in the other cut, much better. Uh I will complain that there was no black pink in this version, but that's okay. That is okay. We can't have everything. We can't have everything. The only thing I liked about Barry Allen in the theatrical cut is that he listened to Blackpink, and now, now, now it's gone. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think the music choices that Zach picked they worked fine with me because yes. it gave a sense of uh, not necessarily uh, like showing them as like gods or whatever, but it's more so of like there's like a certain a certain uh, I'm trying to figure out the right word. It's like uh, the beauty of their powers, such as the Flash, the Flash's intro when he goes to save Iris. Um, the song that he picked, um, honestly, it was a very beautiful scene. Despite that, the that whole, was like uh, knockoff Sia. I was hearing play, <laughs> and then <laughs> that that but scene it, is bad though. But I'm just saying though, in context though, with the Ooh. other scenes that Snyder picked. I'm just saying for the choice of music, it it pretty much, um, I'm trying to think of the right word there, but uh, it makes their powers, their ability um, stand out amongst, like, say, for example, Marvel superheroes. Like, I could legit, I could legit look at it, and I'm like, God damn, those are, 
It's unique as opposed to regular Marvel characters. Some won't agree with that statement, but I personally think that the way, like you said, music choice is everything. I think his choice of music with each particular uh, superhero in the Snyder Cut, it perfectly matches their tone, their personality. And uh, I, I didn't mind Zach's color palette this time. Mm-hmm. Where everything was a little too washed out in Batman v Superman. Uh, here, I, I don't, I feel like it worked. It was like just dark enough and just gray well, enough I mean, and everything. Uh, whereas the theatrical cut, it's like they just scribbled some crayons on Wonder Woman and uh, well, it, was, you gotta it was like that. some weird color pops in, in the other one. Uh, this one, well, much better, especially in the climax where it's more like at night yeah. instead of like a weird uh, brown and red hodgepodge of garbage. Well, at least with the colors, though, it matches the tones of the previous films, like BBS. Whereas, like, we got from BBS, which is like the, the color palette has been sort of drained and whatnot, make it gothic, kind of. And then we go to the uh, 2017 theatrical cut, where it's all vibrant, and it's off. You know, it's well, I don't mind. Film, I don't mind hints of vibrance. But, like, what we had before was just, like, too much. They just, like, turned all the hues and saturations, like, way too high up. Right. I, I would give that an F if I was grading it. <laughs> um, what else? Um, would you agree that Steppenwolf's motivation in this film is better than what we had in 2017? Yeah, because he has You can understand it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last time he didn't really have one other than ooh mother boxes. Ooh. Ooh, mother yeah, boxes. Like, ooh, like world domination. He lost. <laughs> right, In the theatrical right. cut he just wanted revenge because he lost Earth once. Yeah. And then here it's more like, no, he's an exile who uh screwed over Darkseid. So yeah. as his this... penance, he has to claim fifty thousand worlds for Darkseid. World. He's still a simp, <laughs> but he's a different kind of simp this time. A simp He's that a I understand. Simp. No, not a yeah. likable, but I understand him <laughs> this time. Likeable. I yeah. understand, okay, yeah. guy wants redemption from Big Boss. So he's going to yeah. take world like a little boss. And his, suit, well, and his suit is so cool how it was like yes. living and breathing on its own. Like he would just flex and the armor would pop right. like the arrows off <clears throat> of his like shoulder. And, yeah. and it was like... It, it either either he was controlling it or it kind of had a mind of its own because there's a moment when he has to speak to Darkseid and, and as he's he, it just it, <laughs> he, he sheds the upper half of it yeah. and just like drops to his knees like the dude looks terrified for like oh Darkseid look at my pecs I've been working out <laughs> no go Cody why are you talking about for his for, for his senpai Darkseid <laughs> yeah yeah. I think the um, uh, I think what benefits the most about uh, Snyder Cut is the intro. Like when you introduce a film, you have to make sure that the audience is hooked into it. So with the 2017 one, with that shitty podcast uh, vertical camera one, like when you watch that one now, and then you watch the Snyder Cut's intro, I mean, the Snyder Cut's intro beautifully sets the tone for what's to come. And I honestly have no idea why Warner Brothers want, would want to cut that 
original introduction. Yeah, they just introduced it with the bad podcast thing, and then like the, exactly. the title appears in a flag, and then it's this awful yeah. song playing while while the we see sequence, shots yeah. of people. <laughs> And exactly. that's that's kind of like one of my larger uh, takeaways is when you watch the Snyder Cut, there's a lot of scenes that were reshot for reasons that don't really make sense. Yeah, none. they were reshot. Like, like, why were these scenes re- redone at all? Uh, I even wrote a few down. It's Especially like, when it's the same uh, scene, not even changed dialogue wise. Like, Bruce and Alfred on the plane when they're talking about the league, that's completely redone. Uh, Diana and Victor, when they meet on the street for the first time, that's completely redone. Yes. Uh, The bat signal with Commissioner Gordon, that's completely redone. Like, no new information is conveyed in these scenes. So, like, why reshoot them? Why redesign Steppenwolf? Lighting, I guess. I don't know. But they well, didn't change the costume, so that wouldn't make a I difference. Mean, I mean, yeah, they didn't I change think it's the just sets. like specific lighting. For, I don't wait, know. Wait, for Steppenwolf, his design? You're talking about his design? Oh, Steppenwolf's yeah, like, design. Why redesign oh, it? No, no. The well, original no, they, design. Uh, that, that theatrical cut, Steppenwolf, is just like a bland looking piece of Play-Doh with like I a prim British voice. Was it because he was too scary? Was he exactly. too scary or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is Not exactly really. why. It's, it's exactly why they changed it. They uh, Warner Brothers. They wanted. Uh, they they think that uh, Snyder's uh, Steppenwolf um, was too was too uh, sketchy. Was too uh, scary for the kids, and they wanted a wider kid audience for DC. Like they didn't. Pretty much, Warner Brothers just doesn't want Snyder's vision to be all you know dark and brooding and have these like badass, intimidating villains. So they just. Crank it down to just this, uh, like Cody said, he looks like Liam Neeson. Yeah, like off-brand Liam yeah. Neeson. Off-brand Liam Neeson. Um, but uh, what were we gonna say? Um, do you think, Cody? I'm asking you this question. Um, for its four-hour duration, do you still believe that there was too much packed into it? You know what I mean, like. Like Snyder, like for like, example, Snyder Snyder's the, teasing like an ex, a bigger universe and whatnot. When it should, yeah, should he just I mean, that, that's the hard thing, thing with uh, doing a Justice League movie and pretty much having to introduce half the cast in the movie and introduce the villains that aren't like previously established villains. Like Avengers, they established even even Loki. It's like you already knew Loki from Thor. He's he's coming right in, and even if you didn't watch Thor, you you get the gist. I. Uh, mm. Uh, here, there's a lot of work the movie has to do in introducing everyone. So that that's a problem from the beginning, and that's not something uh, a longer or shorter cut's gonna fix. That's just kind of well, you gotta watch a lot here. Um, uh, some 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 ways, yeah. Uh, there's cer- certain bits of like world building in the background that are good, like uh. Dr. Ryan Choi appearing in this version, who is the third person to be the Atom. So uh, he he's there in the background, and he, it's not like a distracting, hey, here's a guy you're going to see later, a la yeah. something like The Mummy, where there's like, here's Dr. Jekyll, played by Russell Crowe, or whatever. <laughs> I didn't watch that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we get the gist, yeah. Uh, 
or like Iron Man 2 with just the presence of shield. <laughs> Iron Man 2. Uh, that's another that's another talk but Yeah. Like, I love that. Like some of it's done really well and then like other scenes are kind of like yeah, I, I didn't need this in this movie. You could have just introduced that later. I love well, Iron Man 2 more than Iron Man 1. Oh my what? god! I don't. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. Oh my god! Thank you. Like we're not. Shit. Okay. Oh my god. We don't have enough time to talk about that. <laughs> oh my god! It's like oh, I threw. Oh. A, it's like I threw a grenade out. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Exactly. Um. Hey. Awesome. Um. If you had the opportunity to uh, edit Snyder's uh, original vision, um. Would you have remained the four-hour duration, or, or would you cut it down even more? Like, if you had the opportunity to uh, cut this film, uh, how much would you cut and why? Like, what would you cut specifically if you were to make this movie better than what we've seen now? But I can't add movies, like, before, the, before this came out. I can't re- retroactively change what has come before this particular movie. No. I just have to. I'm. I am given Snyder's four-hour film reel, and I've got to yeah. turn it down. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> if so, you even want to. That's the thing is, I was legitimately watching it, and I was like, "What could I get rid of?" Yeah. And okay, you know, I guess. Okay. I would probably cut the last two scenes of the movie. Yes. <laughs> I would I would if 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 my goal is to get it in theaters at a reasonable length I would cut all of the Martian Manhunter stuff as much as I don't want to yeah I would yeah that's yeah and I would cut I would cut the nightmare scene at the end the tease for Justice League 3 I would I would cut that because those felt very like just stapled onto the end of the movie yeah. Uh, Martian Manhunter felt a little more natural. You know, he's established earlier and then he shows up after the fact. Uh, but the nightmare scene, I mean, it's just, I think it's a good scene and it was great seeing Ben Leto. Affleck and Jared Leto finally talk to each yeah, other in yeah. this series. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I would, because that would cut down like, what, 20 minutes? Because that He's nightmare 10. scene is long. That that nightmare scene is long. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's like ten minutes, and then the Martian Manhunter stuff is like another five, ten, another ten minutes. So that's like twenty minutes. Good, in my opinion, either. I would. would, Huh. Yeah. I mean, there's just maybe I would cut out the singing. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Aquaman's introduction. (laughs) Thank you. Because I was like, okay, like that, that sort of plays up the fact that like, you know, these people like look at, look at Aquaman as like a, a grander, like, but it goes on like so long. But it did feel a little like, hmm, uh, maybe trim up the opening where Bruce is in the mountains, like, you know, walking. Do we need the shot of him diminishing his campsite and stuff like that? Um, But even then, that's just, like, nice, like, pacing, you know, where you can just get, like, breathing room. Because you just had this really dark intro of Superman dying, his scream echoing across the universe. Everybody's like, oh, no, the Superman is dead. Um, oh, and then 
the I would also maybe cut the Deathstroke Lex Luthor scene at the end. That's another yes. five minutes that can go. Yes. So I think I've cut up. I think I've cut about thirty minutes now. So now we're at three and a half hours, which is like Return of the King levels, which still came out in yeah. theaters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna but say. If I, yeah. But in, in a in a perfect world, I would shoot. If I was the producer on this, I would shoot for maybe a two hour forty five minute movie, like yeah. max. The studio just to get it in there. Too. Max. Oh. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's that's another like, problem. I would maybe. Endgame was like the first the time that they were like, "Yeah, we can do three hours. We can do a three hour movie for a comic book movie." Yeah, I think um, there's some slow mo you could have sped up. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I, and I don't mean that. And I don't mean that as I, a joke. I mean, I mean like yeah. literally when Wonder yeah. Woman throws the bomb, the bomb that is like slow mo for like yeah, ten exactly. seconds. I know. It's like okay, just throw it up and then boom, like make it more impactful that she got it out at the last possible second. The you kid, know? Right. something like that. The kid throwing the football in the street. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Do we need this? Well, no, actually, I I like that because yeah. that played into Cyborg's like he misses his humanity. He misses. I what get he it, used but it's like we can yeah. we can come on. Or like when Hippolyta escapes the thing yeah. and and she's running for like a good twenty seconds or so in slow mo, and you're just like, uh, Jesus, yeah. cut, cut already. <laughs> Not even a joke. Speed up the slow mo just a little bit. Yeah, uh, just a just a hair. Uh, one... Do you, I I don't. Yeah, there's just a like one point five speed there. <laughs> you could you could trim down you could yeah. you could trim the movie yeah. down to two hours and forty five minutes, but it would be like rapid fire. Everything is flying at you if you did that. You know? Yeah. If you if you cut all the yeah, extra if you cut all the like Martian that. Manhunter stuff, the Deathstroke stuff, and the Justice League three stuff, you cut all of that, you'd have a three hour movie. Or no, you'd have a three and a half hour movie. At least. Yeah. And then okay, let's let's I'm gonna shoot for three hours. I'm gonna try and get it down to three hours. So let me three see hours. what else I could what else I could do. Um, Barry's introduction uh, virus. I feel like that would take a rewriting thing because she never comes back. You know, and she's just and, not necessary. And I, yeah. <laughs> and I actually don't mind. This is gonna. I actually don't mind Flash's introduction in the theatrical cut where he's visiting his dad and the guy yeah. behind him is giving him like oh god trouble. No. And he, yeah, that speed draws on his face. I was like, that's a very like, oh, he's fast. Okay. Why, why do they use a marker a to sign yeah. these sheets in in the jail? That's a, that's they don't a just better have point. pens. They don't just yeah, have yeah. pens. Why, why, they, why yeah. they have he's a magic a marker? He's got a sharpie and he's checking into a prison <laughs> visitation. That would just bleed through. Um, Get through everything. Yeah. Come on, guys. Uh. And who's paying um, enough for t- for them to get well, markers in these things? They usually have cheap dollar pins. Was that Blackgate uh, that his dad was locked up in? Was that just a no? That was in know. Central City. He was in Central City, so that was Central City. Um, yeah. Uh, you could uh, Iron Heights. What about trim up the uh, a little bit of uh, Steppenwolf meeting with Desaad and uh, Darkseid, maybe? I feel like or, or, well, those, those work the for thing me. With, the thing with Steppenwolf yeah. and Darkseid is you need that moment of him like looking terrified, and then you need one of the Desaad moments to establish like his motivation. Desaad yeah. is the one who gives us the exposition that he's you know yeah he, he's in debt to Darkseid. Um, I know he talks to Desaad twice, maybe yeah, three times, but I know 
Yeah, but I know in one of those times, that's when Darkseid gets on the phone because yeah. Steppenwolf says, I found this is the world that he lost and I found the anti-life equation. It's right. here. So, like, that's important. A lot of convenience. But... Uh, it's, a, it's a story. Oh, well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a movie. Like, like, it's like, it's like, it's like Loki only wants Earth because uh, it's the planet Thor loves, you know? Like, that's just kind of how it is, you know? Um, so uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're working through it. We're trimming it up. Cut, how about the, uh, cut the, the Icelandic singing, the battle yeah. scenes. Yeah. Uh, I, the, the first flash, the big flashback battle scene, I felt like went on way long in this version. That felt to a, a little, point, that was I like zoned out minutes, like yeah. two different times. I was like, oh my God, this is still going. And it still kind of clunkily transitions to it the same way as it does in the theatrical. So I was like, oh my god, are they going to go to a pond like right after? But even then, that's another instance where it's like, why did they reshoot? Because it's still Bruce and Diana, and yeah. she's telling the story. The intro's why the did same, they reshoot that scene? And like, the transition to it is the same. Uh, thankfully, it kind of goes on for a bit, and then they're still naturally in the place that they were in before. So I'm like, yeah. okay, this is a little better, but it's still kind of meh. But, you know, I, whatever. I liked the montage of Cyborg using his powers for good, where he helps the woman. Yeah. He, he gives yeah. her money. Um, I feel like you could you could trim that down, because you have a whole thing where he's like, oh, I can control missiles yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you have the flashback to when he realizes where humanity found the mother box. Maybe trim yeah. that up because maybe you could just yeah I, I, you you want to convey it visually it's a and unnecessary it, cool of Victor walking around in those areas with the projection, but I feel like you know that just could be a simple line of exposition. Oh, it was found in the forties, you know, like something like that. Found just, the forties. Drop it. People got it. We found it in the forties. Yeah. Me. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Like something like that. Trim it up there. Uh. So yeah, I think we're closing in on three hours now. Close to it. Like 3.15. Something okay. like that. Yeah. That yeah. would be at least manageable. That's about as, that's about as good well, as I can do right now. Maybe if I went back and rewatched it. Well, well, um, going by what Austin said about what he would trim down, if I was a producer and I'd be like, mm, I want to tease a future, a future film, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Maybe take a little bit of the nightmare scene, just a little bit of it, it, especially the Batman meeting Joker at the end credits, like the the end credits scene of the movie, or at least just mid tease credits that. or mid credits, just to tease that. That's it, just to tease that. Okay. Um. Now yeah. I would have added back in the "We live in a society" <laughs> quote because they clickbaited us with that. They clickbaited all yeah. of us with that. We live in a society thing in the trailer, and then we didn't get it in the movie. You bastards. Well, apparently, uh, I need Joker to live Snyder, in a society. Wait, well, apparently Snyder is also going to release the black and gray version, and it's going to yeah. have another scene yeah, with fuck Joker. That in shit. It. Yeah, fuck is that it really? Shit. Just put it. Just put it all yeah, in. Yeah, they're adding on. more Joker in it. Like, don't just save cool. more scenes for other things. I'm like, just give it to us, man. Like. <laughs> well, if they were to give it to us, that uh, would be like five hundred million dollars worth of to give it to us. Yeah, they've they've wasted enough money on <laughs> on these movies. Uh I I do want to say um 
I do think the sequels being on HBO Max is the only way to go. Because that way, everybody wins because Zach can kind of do what he wants with the length and the scale and the tone. Because it's, it's streaming, is it's it's not anymore, but streaming is still geared towards a mature audience, you know? Right, uh, right. And so he won't have to factor in or worry about length or anything like that because he could release it as a miniseries if he wanted to. Uh, eight one-hour specials for the two movies, for the two sequels. Uh, and then audiences aren't confused when they go see Robert Pattinson's Batman. And then yeah. a year later, Ben Affleck is back on screen as Batman in Justice League 2, and everybody doesn't know what's going on. So it doesn't confuse the audience if you keep them out of theaters, and it satisfies the audience and the fans by putting them on HBO Max. So I feel like that's the only way the Snyderverse or these two movies can live is if they do that. Is if they go to straight to HBO Max, which I think a I lot think of is bigger happen. movies. I, I think uh, yeah. I and, and at the very least, if not those movies, a lot of movies will start to do that. Like if um, Mortal Kombat is successful, the sequel may just go straight to HBO Max. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I cannot wait that. for that movie. Mortal Kombat's gonna. I yeah. cannot wait for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That that if we could go on. It's a, gonna be dope. I know here. Uh, I'm a huge fan of that series, and I lo- I watched that trailer, and I literally had no like worries or fears about them adapting it, like at all. Nothing in that trailer concerned me, not even the introduction of the new uh, introduction, not even the introduction of the completely original character Cole Young. Like usually I'd be like, oh yeah. why are you why are you creating a new character? Why are you, why are you doing that? Use what you have, and it's like no. Even that I was like, they could do something with that. You're going to need an audience right. like Surrogate to get in there because every personality right. in Mortal Kombat is very over the top. You need somebody yeah. who's introduced to all of it. Yes. So M- Mortal Kombat, I think, looks really good. And Godzilla versus Kong comes out in two weeks. That is going to be really good, too. So, yeah. Yeah. And the the um, larger point is that HBO Max's yeah. model can be yeah. and is being very successful and will still be right. able to get a lot of really cool and unique and interesting films from it. Right. Um, so we're going to the negatives. Uh, what would be our negatives about this movie? Oh, they didn't uh, do a cyborg like... movie before. Uh, they did. not Yeah, they did. not They didn't do a uh... lot. Of, they, there are a lot of movies that they should have done before this. I think. I yeah. think just to because that would have solved the length yeah. issue. That would have solved it's, the length issue. Yeah, that, that solves the length issue. That solves the the issue of there being probably a lot of exposition. Yeah. Plus, why not have a couple movies that exist in the universe where Superman is dead? Why do we only have to have one? And that's Suicide Squad. I, I understand Superman yeah. coming back in the next movie. In Justice League? Yeah, like Batman v Superman, and he dies, and Justice League comes back. Okay, I get it. No, that's that's fine. But I'm saying, like, why not put like a cyborg movie in there? Just just have another movie, not even about Superman, that takes place in that part of the universe where Superman is dead. Like that time period looks really really interesting to me. To see like yeah. a broader scale of how the world would react, because you only get a taste yeah. of it in uh, 
Justice League and Suicide Squad. Yeah, uh, like if, I would. Uh, I would. BVS happening, then uh, we would have like Aquaman, uh, Cyborg, Flash, Wonder Woman, and then finally yeah. with Justice League, it'll be it'll have an it'll have emotional weight when he finally comes back to life. Yeah, uh, if it yeah. were to happen. Let's yeah. see the bad, the entire epilogue. <laughs> you mean the uh, nightmare scene? The nightmare scene, the Luther or, Deathstroke scene, the Martian Manhunter scene at the end. All three of those scenes can go right in the bin. <laughs> you you, you thought they were bad? Uh well like when I saw the epilogue start and it I you see the shot of the prison, I'm like, oh no, they brought this scene back because I hated it in the theatrical. Uh thankfully <laughs> it went in a little different direction. We got to actually hear Joe Manganello yeah. talk. That yeah. was nice. I was still like, I was still a... like, that eye patch is horrible. That carbon eye patch is like too small for his eye, and it sticks out. I'm like, I, I don't like that at all. Can you take yeah. that off, that please? Whole scene, that whole scene's a setup for the Ben Affleck movie that didn't happen. Yeah. Um. And then because in the theatrical cut, then they add ahead. in the nightmare thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, it does go for a while. Uh, two, Jared Leto's Joker still sucks. Uh, he didn't really change his performance much at all. Uh, he still kind of does the Jim Carrey uh, Al Pacino thing at first, and then it kind of transitions into Don Knotts for a bit I as he, he talks. Changed, I, I I thought he changed his performance a little in bit. terms of the whole like a little like, bit. He wasn't and... he wasn't so like, over the top like he was in Suicide Squad. It was still bad. The yeah. laugh I was like, Ugh. ha ha ha. Shut up. I loved that part when he yeah. that he finally put it in Batman's face. He was like, "Why did you send Robin after me? You should have known better." You know? Yeah. And that's like and an epic that's, burn. Yeah. And that's something too that I that I hope we get to see is what happened with Robin. And that is, stuff goes that on. That stuff goes on long enough that you're like, "Hey, isn't there like three other people here just like standing around?" What are what are they doing? They're just watching. Yeah, they're like, what are they just Batman like? What is happening? Watching their banter. Um, yeah, they're watching their uh, banter. Yeah. And then it, if that would have been in the original Justice League, I feel like that would have killed any suspense we would have going into the Batman. So I'm like, well, we already see Batman and Deathstroke are buddies now, or at least teammates or whatever. Uh, we we had to watch more Mara for some reason. They're like, she's not a highlight of anything she's in. <laughs> well, Aquaman got uh, killed by Darkseid. And yeah. Wonder Woman did, too. I don't want to have to yeah. look at Mara, though. Like, Mara sucks. Mara sucks. She's not interesting. She's a block of wood. <laughs> Amber Heard's not a great <laughs> actress anyways. <laughs> but I... But, uh, I not mean... a fan. I'm probably in the minority in here, but no, 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 not about Minera. I'm talking about the nightmare in general, the nightmare sequence. I'm probably in the minority that enjoyed the nightmare sequence because honestly, I want more from that. I want Stunk. more from that. I, I, okay, so I smelly did like diaper. The scene. I liked the scene. It just felt abrupt and out of nowhere. And long. if that had yeah. been, if that had yeah. been another nightmare that Bruce had in the middle of the movie, maybe. Maybe, like it is in maybe. Batman v Superman. Maybe, but as it is now, it just feels it feels random. Like again, like the entire setting changes dramatically, 
to the point where you're like, wait a minute, they just won. Like, what's going on? What Superman's evil now? Oh, it was a dream. Like, what? Like, what? What just happened? You know? So, um, I definitely just like cut the it. epilogue out. Yeah, 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 a lot of the epilogue. and then the one after it is is kind of. I I'd say the last scene of Martian Manhunter is bad. Why? Uh, and not just well, one the CG sucks. You know, I can be forgiving of his CG because he's only there for two scenes. It's made for this version. I get it's supposed to be kind of rough anyways. Like, I was expecting, like, a really rough cut before they were like, no, we're going to put, like, 70 million into this and make it a big thing. I'm like, you don't need to do that. But, okay, fine. Uh, I liked Martian Manhunter's I think it goes on long. I don't really... Just him talking. I was like, this doesn't feel like John Jones to me. And then there's also the issue of, like, Martian Manhunter's revealed however long into the movie. It's like, you know, you could have helped at the end. You could have, like, True. joined the fight a bit. Like, people don't know True. you're the general guy. So you can, uh, yeah. you can kind of swoop in and, you know, do something. So just, like, yeah. nah, and then wait till after. And then he comes to Bruce after he wakes up, and Bruce just, like... Uh, all right, I guess I drank too much right now because I see this green guy floating <laughs> in front of me. And he's just yeah. like, oh, cool. All right, thanks, guy. And the other guy's like, I'm the Martian Manhunter. Bye. And then there's like an exterior shot afterwards of him flying away that just goes on forever. <laughs> and he's just waiting for him to get to the, to the camera and fly away. It's like... Come on, cut already. Cut. I, cut. I, yeah, I watched it with you last night, and I could see you on my yeah. uh, side eye, and you were like, come on, come on. Jesus Christ, it's going on forever. <laughs> like, Oh, man. Like, Zack Snyder was just waiting until he came to do the cut. That's why it went so long. <laughs> Jesus Snyder. Um, uh, I did think... Okay. Oh, I. I did think that the uh, the two words that appear right before the credits start are really like they really hit you hard. Yeah, you know, nice. yeah. you you go through this yeah. whole you go through this four hour movie with four years of history behind it, and just those two little yeah. words at the end when it's all said and done, just really, really they they hit me hard. Um, and uh, made the impact of the ending. Like, that's what... Like, I know that's not the film's content. This is going to sound weird. That's not the film's actual content, you know? That that hook at the end. But that lessened the blow of uh, the epilogue feeling a little padded and bloated, you know? It was just like, damn. Like, wow. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Um... <laughs> It's not flawless, uh, but I am so glad it's, it but exists. But it's, uh, um, I'm so glad that it exists. Uh, one of my uh, praises for the film is uh, the final battle sequence, where it feels you could actually feel the uh, the teamwork with all yes. superheroes. Whereas the uh, the theatrical cut, I did not get a sense of uh, they're working together. You know. And, well, Flash uh, had to go save the Russian family. 
Honestly, though, like why even add that if they left it there? They were they were horrible. Uh, like, I know think of, think I, about I know, this. They think got about this. So much screen time. It was terrible. They spend like three, no, no. four scenes for that family. Take all that out. Leave the leave the ten minutes in a flash reversing time to yeah. save the lead. That's that's giving well, Flash I, I, something huge to do. I know why they uh, added that scene. Um, why heart? So so, uh, Joss Whedon did do that scene. Um, the reason why he added the Russian family uh, subplot or whatever you want to call it is because he was thinking through the point of view of Marvel, where in Marvel he showed like. Um, the, the civilians on the ground, like what are they experiencing during? Yeah, the that was just like know, a flash, rather than a whole subplot dedicated to it. Yeah, so I guess what Josh was trying to do was trying to show the point of view through the civilians' life during this uh, uh, cataclysmic event, if you will. Um, it's just pretty much tacked on to make us as the audience feel. Um, uh, are you trying to justify no. Justice League right now? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm explaining why he added in there. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I will say this, though. Um, out of all the scenes in the Snyder Cut, I think my favorite one is the Speed Force scene. I I literally had chills watching him uh, stop time. And then he had his little uh, telling his dad, he's like, wanting you to know that I'm with the best of the best, or yada, yada, whatever. But I just love that sequence in general. Definitely. Like, That's that. That was a highlight for all Flash fans. I I, yeah. I feel uh, it was just visually cool, and it kind of it, it caught me off guard because initially I was like, "Wait, what just happened? There was an explosion, and then there's this flashing of all this imagery, and then then it kind of yeah." But then I realized like, "Oh, like they lost, like yeah. they, they failed. The the mother boxes, the Unity activated and disintegrated them. Even Superman." flashes yeah. outside so it, the nanosecond before it hit him he was able to like go fast enough to re to rewind time so yes i really really like that scene a lot and i loved seeing the ground like form in front of him as he yeah. ran i thought that mm -hmm. was really cool just just a great visual way to convey the speed force uh right. and I, I i really hope they stick with that version of it in his own movie if they use the flashpoint story which i think they're still doing I think yeah. they're still doing Flashpoint with Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck and uh, everybody and, uh, else. And uh, Cody's gripe with uh, the Flash is that he still runs, like, flailing his arms. Oh, yeah, the running is still horrible. Just terrible form. <laughs> Just terrible form. <laughs> Just crossing the arms. Flailing he's, he's around, like, he's like, come he's like on! Flinging his arms yeah. forward as he runs, like this man, and, then, and leaning forward. This man never went to a PE class in elementary school. And he was, and Cody was laughing when uh, like, Flash was doing this. He was like, like, yeah, yeah. like, wee! I'm in a field of daisies. <laughs> One thing I really liked was when Flash got shot. He's yeah. like, he's crying, and he's telling the team, "I'm all right, <laughs> you know. I just, I just got the wind knocked out of me." It's like, gonna be like I just liked watching that man get hit. <laughs> no, it's, but no. like that was that was so impactful because it's like this is a kid who is yeah. way in over his head, and yes. he doesn't know what he's doing, and he got hurt, and he's like fighting back tears, but he doesn't want to tell them that he's hurt, that he can't keep going. He fights through it, you know. He yes. for he speeds up his own healing, and uh, it reminded me a lot of in Spider-Man: Homecoming 
when Peter is trapped under all the rubble and he starts crying yeah. and begging for help because he's a 15 year old kid. He's, he's terrified, you know? So like, I feel like little moments like that are peppered throughout the whole movie to give the heroes the humanity to offset their like grandiose presentation. Like when Wonder yeah. Woman tells the little girl like you can be anything you, you want to be. Batman and Alfred having their little chats back and forth. Uh, Aquaman, yeah. Aquaman, it's it's off screen, oh. but him uh-huh. feeding those, uh, him feeding that whole village, yes. him saving that guy's life, and then making him buy him a drink because he's just a guy, you know. Like I like, thought we were going to talk about the return of Willem Dafoe. Yes, that was great. <laughs> that was yes. wonderful. That was Willem amazing. Dafoe with his gorgeous long locks of hair. <laughs> it's like he Under walked sea. off the set of this. It's like he walked out of the lighthouse, that, that one moment in the lighthouse when he turned into the Kraken <laughs> mermaid yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 I was like, Here's oh, no. your mother's trident. trident. It did feel weird, and I know this is just the habit of, like, or the, just the nature of how it was released, but it's like Aquaman came out almost three years ago, and that arc was resolved. So when Volko is like, take up your mother's trident and fight for Atlantis, it's like, but he already did that. Oh wait, no, never mind. That movie oh, takes place after Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um yeah, going off with what Austin said about uh, giving humanity to the characters, we cannot forget about um that scene where when Barry finally uh using the speed force and he touches the regenerated cyborg and in cyborg he goes into the uh, mother boxes uh, universe yep. or whatever and then uh, he finally realized that it was that it, that it wasn't real and he says that he's not broken and he's not alone and i'm like yeah. yo that is great i love that and then and then he realizes that uh, he's not alone anymore he has these group of these group of friends not not allies they're friends that are like him you know and they support him well. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And no booyah. I can, just, I, can, I can understand why Ray Fisher was pissed off at John yeah. at, at Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I can understand why. Because his man whole big act. break was completely cut off. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this man can actually act. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I, I thought his performance was fine. Yeah, I know. I thought his performance was fine. Yeah, but in this one though, this version, I, I really... feel like the direction of him was a little lacking because, like, they don't really let him emote much. He's kind of just scowling the whole time. When I feel like he's supposed to feel a few other things there at the same time, uh, it's just small things. But you know, no, he was good, and I, yeah, I like I, well, Cyborg I... a whole lot more because he's supposed to be the heart yeah. of the movie, and you feel it. Yes, uh, Barry is definitely not the heart of the movie. He's supposed to be the comic relief, and oh boy, that fall fall flat. Uh, Barry well, is annoying. Barry is so annoying in this movie. He was annoying in the theatrical cut. He's just as annoying here. No, there's just more of him. And then when they no. when he finally stops joking around all the time, he's just there. So like he's at least tolerable, but he's still I, Ezra Miller. No, one he's... is not the right choice for this character whatsoever. He's. I can't take him seriously as Barry Allen. And it's also just a problem with the interpretation they made for him. He's like, he's a YA guy. I don't really feel like we need a YA Barry when we have like a near retirement Batman 
Because that, that's kind of messy to me. When, like, everyone else is way older, but and Barry's supposed to be a little older than that, too. He's, like, he's new to his powers, but he knows them already. Like, he knows nothing, but he knows everything already. I'm not sure you can get... He needed... He needed money for his tuition for school, but then he started, he's going to start at the crime lab, but he probably needed somewhat of an education before that, or at least what he's going to do. Maybe Bruce Wayne hooked him up. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe Bruce Wayne paid for his tuition. they 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 didn't explain that. So it's kind of like it's the worst. It's kind of like he he's the... he knows what he is a bit, and he doesn't at all. And there's also he the problem with the Suicide job. Squad, where like in Suicide Squad, Flash for some reason is there, like stopping crime and stuff already. But that completely contradicts where he is in Justice League, where he's not there yet. But Suicide no, Squad takes place suit. before Justice. No, I know the sh- the suit is there before but he's like in justice league he he hasn't like really become the flash yet or anything but suicide squad acts like he's already the flash no he just zips into a bank and yeah knocks down in, a in the in the suit he's stopping crime as the flash okay sometimes he puts and it on sometimes he there, doesn't there's a contradiction see... there it's more of a suicide squad problem than this movie but I'm saying he's farther along as himself in Suicide Squad than he is in Justice League. I mean, he's still doing the right thing, whether or not he wears the suit. Doesn't yeah, but like matter. I'm saying, like that part in Suicide Squad is past where he is in Justice League, so it it's it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense chronologically because he's doing stuff he would have done after Justice League. Because well, he mean, had to he be kind has... of, yeah, he has the spark, he has the ideas, he's going to do it, but like he hasn't done it yet in Justice League, in Suicide but Squad. They're know, like, he's he the has... Flash, he's the Flash man, which kind of showed the rushed DCEU of that time where they didn't have everything fully figured out, where they were just kind of doing everything. At once. Him stopping one criminal in the suit does not mean that he's fully no, confident because in being the movie the Flash yet. Suicide Squad acts like he's already the Flash and everything. Not really. That, he's fully, he that movie does a... because it shows him stopping crime in in the bank as the Flash. Stops, and they're like, okay, Flash stopped guy. And now here he's like, oh no, I'm not the Flash really or anything yet. I don't know. Whatever, he's not ready to do it yet, and then the movie kind of makes him become ready for it. But Suicide Squad acts like he's already the Flash and everything. No, I mean... That, that's no. what it does. That's what it does. No, 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 no. no. Wait, wait, wait. He has the suit already. So who's to say that Barry could not... I mean, maybe he can go put it on and he can stop crime, you know? I mean, Yeah, but he's this, not he doing that yet in Justice League when we meet him. The Justice League but, is what gets him out of the shell to do it. No, he's been stopping crime before that because he's Bruce just Wayne had the, the suit. recorded footage he's of seen, him in the gas station, but not as mother. the Flash. He's just himself with long hair. Okay, in maybe a that store. was before he made the. Okay, like, that was maybe before something. he made the suit, and then he makes the suit, and then he goes and fights a little bit of uh, makes me stops a few small time crooks wearing. It the doesn't suit. line up because it it doesn't line up because Suicide Squad acts like he's much more established. 
by that point. Not really. Yes, it does. They never say the they they never say yeah, the Flash stopped him. Yeah, but they, they show the him as if him. he's already been the Flash for a while, but he kind of hasn't in that movie. They show him run I'm up saying and knock down Suicide Squad doesn't make sense at all in in comparison to anything else that's going on in the other movies. I think movies. that's a stretch, man. I really It's not a stretch because it's right there. And it no, show it just shows say... how much of a mess Suicide Squad was. It has nothing to do with Justice League or a complaint on Justice League. It's just saying what Suicide Squad did wrong. That's like saying like, that it's like not much here. It's not a big thing to make an argument about. Like it's just something I noticed. It's it's it. Wow. <laughs> that was great. It was good. That was good. I was like, Whoa. it was good. I was like, whoa, okay, now, okay, all right. Man, Cody, I mean, wait, Cody, is The Flash, like, your favorite superhero? Is it your favorite superhero? No, he's one of them. I just don't don't like how Zack Snyder has betrayed Barry Allen in this. It's like, I don't really want, like, some YA twink wannabe. (laughs) And his introduction is horrible and really creepy. Where it just like stops and he just sits there like staring at Iris, giving him fuck me eyes. And he's like, Hey, aren't you like supposed to save somebody right now and stop this? You're just standing here long enough to where she's probably gonna die. And then she and it then it has like a hot dog right next to her face and you see him grab it and you're just like, Oh no, oh no, what is he gonna do with that? And then he sticks it in his pocket and he's like, <laughs> like, Oh no, this is gonna go so bad. Good lord, Cody. <laughs> Jesus. That's what the movie told us. That's what the movie told us through its cinematic language. God, using the phallic imagery of a hot dog. Yikes. That's not good. And just that whole thing goes on forever. Yeah. It's like a full music video. And I'm like, just, just grab video. the girl. Yeah. Just grab the girl already. Like, Jesus it Christ. Is. It is. That whole part is a music video. I will totally like, agree. Jesus yeah. Christ, this goes on yeah. forever. Yeah, I, I would agree to that. Yeah. Finally, we have common ground. <laughs> and he's creepy. He is so creepy in that scene. You're just like, ooh, man. And <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, the black suit was cool. That's it. I love the black suit. Black suit is cool. It. That's it. That's all there's that's all there is to say about it. Black though. suit, cool. Wait, wait, wait. Cool thing. Wait, wait, you know, I don't. We're not gonna stretch this out all day. I have other things suit? to do. No, no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying that he made Steppenwolf his bitch. That's all I gotta say. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I did really love the uh, little note where the first time that Darkseid sees the Justice League. They're literally throwing the severed head of the guy he sent after them back in his face. You know, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's when he realizes he's yeah. like, "Oh, okay, we got a freaking challenge now. I've lost yeah. this world twice now. Okay, that's how we're you decapitated him. All right, that's how we're gonna play. We're gonna use the oh, old yeah. ways, full scale invasion. Oh hell yeah! Which yeah. you could have. There are a few things they probably could have cut to keep it PG thirteen, and hadn't it didn't need to be R. It didn't like the only thing that R about it is just like a lot of added CG blood, just like in BBS. 
and there's three f bombs three and f bombs i think that's it a couple atlanteans get chopped in half yeah um, a lot of blood amazonians get cut in amazonians half. yeah um, I'm pretty sure the battle in the middle has a lot of decapitation or yeah, whatever, a lot, and then a lot Stephen of, Wolf's yeah, decapitation. Dark side, like gushing blood from yeah, that was shoulder. great. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, Love they that. went for the head this time. Yeah. What did you guys think of Dark Side's look? Because to me, he looked a little skinny. All right, it was it was all right. <laughs> like I, like I didn't expect the CG to be great on him. Anyways, he he looks like a PS3 game, but you know it's not too bad. I, I liked his design. I, it's 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 up par with the meh. comics. I mean, I mean, like I to just, be fair, Thanos looked like shit until Infinity War. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, for Darkseid, you know, usually you see him in the animated movies or the comics. He's so like broad; he's almost like a yeah. block. This is like he's yeah. very much like articulated flexible. as like a figure. Yeah, flexible. Yeah, I didn't love um, the voice either. Just because it was too like sim- it was just too similar to Steppenwolf to where they sounded like the same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's another. Actually, so like, yeah, Dark Side's just like really bland in the movie. That's actually a criticism I have. Steppenwolf, Desaad, and Dark Side sound like they're voiced by the same yeah. actor. I would have just where not shown Dark Side. Difficult to tell. Like you have the Black Order in Infinity War, and they all talk and look and sound completely different. Yeah. They're all unique. Like Here, there's yeah, Domino got... Gleason. There's the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, but Desaad was a jerk. <laughs> Desaad yeah. was like, he was so rude. One. He was like, no, He's I so get right. to be top simp, not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the traitor, Steppenwolf. And he's like, Desaad, give me a chance. Damn. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how he sounded too. Desaad, <laughs> you got fifty thousand on your tab. You gotta pay it off. Did you see his eyes? Uh, yes. eyes, he's like, he's like, shit. <laughs> fifty thousand, like really? Fifty thousand, God. God, it's like I'm playing Grand Theft Online. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Um, Interesting is what I've read online is that the Martian Manhunter scene was originally supposed to be a Green Lantern. And I think and if it, it wasn't going to be Hal, if it was if it wasn't going to be Hal or John Stewart, it was going to be um, Kilowog and Tomar Ray. Yeah, I noticed Tomar then... Ray in a cy- mm-hmm. I mean, not Tomar Ray, Kilowog. I noticed Kilowog in Cyborg's vision. Yeah, and then yeah. in the nightmare scene, you see another one dead. It may have been Tomar Ray lying dead in the halls of justice. In, in no, the that hall was of Kilowog. justice. That was, was, was that him? Yeah, okay. that, yeah that's okay. him. Uh, I mean, it's a little cheesy that they're gonna physically make the Hall of Justice, but <laughs> what, what the Hall of Justice came before the Watchtower? What do you mean? Yeah, it's just kind of like cheesy to do. Period. The Hall of Justice? Yeah. What? what like the physical the Hall yeah, of yeah. Justice monument? You know, very Super Friends. What? What's the difference between that and like Avengers Tower? It, yeah. Well, like the Justice the League is supposed compound. to be a, with the Justice League, like you can have the Watchtower is a little more covert, whereas like the Hall of Justice is like right there. Look, here we are. But they're not a secret, and if they're in orbit, all it would take is like a supervillain who can fly and breathe in space, which is almost all of them, to fly out there. Well, by that logic, they, they can the just <laughs> by that logic they can just fly and bomb the Hall of Justice. 
then they can do the same thing to Avengers Tower. They put a big freaking A on it to advertise it right in the middle of New York City. Yeah, but then they had that, like, campus afterwards that's much more covert. Because because they had to sell the tower. They sold the tower. Well, they chose to. I hope I hope they sold it to uh, Norman Osborn Norman. and that becomes Oz Oscorp or that's, Baxter. That's what I hope happens. It could be the Baxter. Baxter. Building. Ooh, yeah. yeah, Baxter Building, Fantastic Four. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Uh, or Johnny Storm just bought it to be a cool pad for himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Johnny it's, Storm thing. It's the Michael B. Jordan Johnny Storm. No, let's uh, move on. Cool. Move away from that. <laughs> hey, that's a good cast. I still think that that would have. I feel still think that that would have been a good cast, had it not been directed by Trank, or, or written, written by Trank, Trank. <laughs> or developed <laughs> by Trank. Okay, uh, I don't know if Snyder was joking about uh, who he would have picked to be Green Lantern, but apparently, um, even the studio said they didn't want to do it. Uh, Snyder uh, wanted uh, Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern uh, in the movie. That's I don't a bad know if he was decision. Bullshit. I don't that's know if he was honestly. Honestly, he's not the he's not a bad choice for Green Lantern. <laughs> uh, I, I I think uh, the studio was right. We want to we want to wash our hands clean and and keep them that way in terms of that movie. That was that was the one that was supposed to set up the DCEU, and then it failed. They were like, oh well, uh, I guess Superman can do it. <laughs> I wonder what kind um, of like franchise we would have if the Green Lantern movie was successful. Oh, we would have like how it would have turned out. It would have been horrible. It would have been a horrible. It would be like Catwoman. Stop, you know. Okay, Green Catwoman Lantern's is. not that bad. It's bad. <laughs> really? It's bad. It's, it's bad, but bad. it's not Catwoman bad. It's pr- it's probably like Batman and Robin bad to be honest. <laughs> Or like Batman oh, and Robin's Schumacher, great. Schumacher bad. Batman and Robin's great. He's just throwing another grenade in. Are you I mean, serious? okay, here's a well, okay. So the Schumacher movies in particular are really interesting. You've got to let me like give my whole piece, Cody, before you freak out. I'm serious. I can see you. You're already like face palming. <laughs> um, so Batman Forever, taken as it is, a campy, you know, movie for kids. It's not the worst thing you could show a kid as a superhero movie, you know? Like, there's corny stuff in it, you know? Um, Batman and Robin. uh, Batman's been that cheesy before, that corny and that over-the-top. But way better. it it doesn't really bother me that much. It's fun because, like, I don't think it's that good, but I think there's good stuff in it. I think it's fun. Uh, uh, If you just kind of want to watch... A silly, corny Batman movie. Those two work. They, they, they know what they are. Um, I think there's an. I think there's a larger emphasis on toys in Batman and Robin, which I don't really prefer. But um, I mean, I'm not denying like the damage that those movies did to like the comic book brand for years. But um, I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a time and a place to have fun watching a movie like that. Okay, um, back to uh, in terms of uh, cuts. After seeing the Snyder cut, where do we go from here? Do we want to see Nowhere. the air cut? No. Or... no, no, no. You don't. Know, <laughs> I don't want to see any more Suicide Squad of that version. I want to see Squad. the air cut. 
I want to see no. the air cut. They completely changed that movie. They no. completely changed that movie. That, that's okay. Why? Because wasn't Steppenwolf? I don't need to be more of that. <laughs> I don't need to Steppenwolf see more. Steppenwolf was supposed to be the villain in David Ayer's Suicide Squad. And the Joker. The Joker, Jared Leto filmed like two plus hours of footage for the Joker. Do you really want to watch more Jared Leto Joker? With the right With, uh no writing, yeah. I would write. Oh no. No, no. <laughs> you don't want to watch more of that. No. <laughs> I don't want to see any more. Well, I mean I mean if if HBO Max or or AT and T or whoever's in charge were to give uh, a little extra millions to uh, change a little bit of the CG, like add Steppenwolf, that it would be, I think. Well, technically, it would have. Uh, I don't think they would spend that much more money on Suicide Squad. Steppenwolf. An original I mean, yeah, Suicide Squad when they got another Suicide, suicide, suicide squad, squad movie about to come out. Yeah, I think that's the they, they've already moved forward, man. James Gunn's yeah. movie is coming out, and so that that really complicates things Look, if they were to do the air cut. Let's spend a bunch of money on the air cut and just digitally uh, replace the uh, weird head dancing enchantress with Steppenwolf doing the dancing. Steppenwolf, yeah, doing Steppenwolf the doing the dancing. Yes, at least restructure the movie the way it was originally written. You know. Like put yeah. the scenes in the order they were like like originally. At that point, At just least. just animate it. Just make an animated movie. Just like I could well, here's, here's what it would have been, kinda. That's something too. Uh, I've discussed this with Be my roommate. Cheaper. Would you guys would you guys like to see the Snyderverse continue in comic book form or in like an animated film form? Sure, because it's yeah. a yeah, lot but... lot cheaper. Yeah. 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 And he has free range with the in the animated world. Yeah. DC animated films and are better than I feel like, some DC films. I feel like it's less risk where you can just drop it if you want to drop it whenever you want to drop it. Mm-hmm. That should just it's be the place. DCAU now. The DC animated the, Yeah, those newer DC animated movies. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just doing that thing, since they're kind of done with that, sort of, or at least in that series... They'd be like, let's just do Snyder stuff now. <laughs> well, I mean, when we have the Flash, uh, the Flashpoint movie, everything before Flash is going to be gone. Yeah, it's going to be reset anyways. Yeah, so... Hopefully with a different actor. Who, Ezra Miller? <laughs> yeah, I don't want him. I don't want him ever again. <laughs> He's just as bad as he was before. Which I think it's interesting how much was the same from the theatrical. At least just like the main story and like a lot of the core scenes are still the same, which uh, I think that's interesting because um, uh, some Snyder fan uh, went at me a while back on Twitter because cause I was like, I've waited all my life for a Flash movie. Too bad it stars Ezra Miller. <laughs> And then the Snyder fan was like, "Oh, that's just, that's just Justice League. That's just Joss Whedon's fault. That's not Zack Snyder's fault. You'll see in in this version." I'm like, "Yeah, no, his stuff was exactly the, because like you see here, like those scenes that I think about are the same scenes in this version." 
I don't know, man. You you gotta at least like, give it this. He's one. just he as was annoying. Enjoyable. Like a lot of those no. scenes I'm thinking of, like the bad jokes and stuff, are still in the Snyder version that I thought were bad in the Whedon version. Well, well, at least we don't have the brunch line. Sure. What is brunch, actually? Sure. <laughs> at, at least we don't have brunch. Yeah, brunch. as a thing. But you at least sort of liked him more. I mean, I no, I didn't like him more. No. I just liked him just as much. Wow. He, there was just more of him, which is <laughs> arguably worse. Except he didn't have to talk about brunch. That actually, that was better. That's it. Well, it could be worse. Uh, it could be worse. We could have gotten the five-hour cut. I mean, that would have been abysmal. <laughs> I would not have been able to sit through that. <laughs> <laughs> it already took two sittings to get through the four hours. Two sittings. So, uh, yes, I I actually sat through the whole thing. I would I take did. like a micro. I would I would take like a micro break to to use the restroom, uh, yeah. but I didn't take an intermission. I just watched it from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And and I'm not lying when I and um, I wrote this in my review that I uh, posted online. If the sequel was out, I would have started the sequel immediately. I took like yeah. a five. I took like a five to eight hour break. <laughs> what? Wow. That's how long it Damn. took for me to start it again. Damn. After dude. I stopped, <laughs> we're just lucky it didn't take me three sittings to watch that four hour thing. I was. That is about a behemoth. You. I was worried about you specifically because you couldn't handle three hours of the Irishman. Three and a half hours of the Irishman. Three and a half. It took yeah, two sittings uh, to get through three and a half hours of The Irishman, and man, that, that movie did not need to be that at all. Mm, a whole hour right. of that movie could have been cut. <laughs> but going back... <laughs> anyway, and I really felt the uh, length of that. This one at least flowed. Yeah, it did flow. and you It, it doesn't even feel like four hours. Uh, the last so, thing I will complain about is the four by three yeah. aspect ratio. I I didn't care. I uh, hated it. I enjoyed that. Didn't mind it. So two two things it? about that. Like, it oh, is, it was originally shot in that. I don't care. It was a bad decision to originally shoot it in that. You in know what? IMAX? Uh, yeah, the four by three for the whole movie. Don't like it. Like Zack Snyder really thought the studio was like, yeah, no, that's just fine. Just release it widely into every theater like that. And then like the th the theatrical version, the one thing it does better, it doesn't do color better, but it did framing better. Like cinematography? Like like no, the, no, the, just the, the, like the aspect, aspect ratio. ratio the actual aspect like, ratio. cropped it. I was like So I looked at a side by side of two shots and I'm like, well the color's better in Snyder's by far. But I like the framing of the shot a lot better in the Whedon one. And there there are certain the scenes that are very weird. I mean, I get he's like intending for you to watch it in IMAX, but like not everybody's gonna see this movie in IMAX. Most people aren't. That's like a select few that care. That's like a very niche thing. And when you're trying to sell a three hundred million dollar tentpole epic like I just, I just feel like you go widescreen I just feel like it just bothers me 
to see go back to we're gonna sell full screen DVDs of Justice League now. It's just it just kind of bothered me, and like there's certain shots where it's like big wides. The character will be walking in like the middle of the screen. It just looks really weird. They look kind of warped and distorted, like like a pseudo like a half fisheye lens almost, where they look like almost stretched and kind of oddly there it kind of looks more so like they're not actually there it's it's just weird i just like i just don't like it for me the aspect ratio i didn't uh really notice it after a while it kind of like blurred away and i was able to it, it felt like i was looking at like a full screen um but uh overall it didn't really bother me uh so yeah had had no impact on my enjoyment whatsoever um it did it did make the movie feel a little uh what am i trying to say maybe artistic in its presentation you know like pretentious the movie no a little not, bit. Not maybe well not not pretentious uh, i would say a little more art art artsy artistically inclined self-indulgent yeah because no. Zack Snyder is definitely a self-indulgent yeah. filmmaker and not self-aware either. Mm, I mean, he's not no. remotely self-aware. At least Nolan knows his his shtick and that it is one. <laughs> With Snyder, he's like he doesn't realize how some of his stuff completely backfires. But wait, like, wait, what? have you seen have you seen some of Snyder's work? I've seen other Snyder films, yes. Like you've seen Three Hundred, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I've, I've seen Three Hundred. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some of his movies. You know, like I know his yeah. style. Wait, you what? You've only seen Three Hundred? Well, I haven't seen every single Snyder movie. Like his his yeah, style, like you see is, in all of them. Yeah, I don't like need three, to. Three Hundred is like the really exaggerated version of his style because that's the that's the that's the. Uh, that's the style of the material. Um, no, that one works Watchmen. for me. I would say Watchmen. It's pretty reserved, and Batman v Superman. There's no slow mo in that movie. In terms there's of, yes, there in is. Terms of, well, <laughs> in the opening credits, yes, there's, not really. Uh, when the, the Batmobile, the Batmobile scene. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I, I think Bat- Batman v Superman. Snyder film. You know. Yeah, that, that's the least yeah. Snydery film. Actually, yeah. yeah. I would tell, I would say this is probably his most Snydery film next to next yeah. to three hundred. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Even the theatrical one, one thing I one thing I loved was every time Wonder Woman like moved an inch, that like choir in the background. Uh, yeah. Like they would like sing. Every time she did something, uh, they were they were always singing. Like Jesus. Like, yeah, that was the one that was the part that was one criticism I had. I did not enjoy that. Like first time I was like, Oh cool. Second time I'm like, all right. But then it kept going on. And I'm like, okay, okay, we need to actually this. in this review when I say Jesus, I should just say Clark instead. <gasps> because <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Every time I'm like, okay, Snyder, we get it. He's Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It's not as it's bad in this suit. movie as it is in like Batman v Superman or in Man of Steel. It's like, god damn it, we get it. 
Uh, Clark, damn it. <laughs> or Jor L, damn it. We get it. Jor, damn it. <laughs> Jor, damn it. Uh, Austin, didn't you do like a drinking game sort of thing? Me? <laughs> How did that go? I created a drinking game. For, and uh, you know what? I followed it as best I could. It didn't It didn't kill me. <laughs> so, um, With it being four so hours, it stretched it out enough. Where it would not, yeah, yeah, exactly. If it was exactly. theatrical cut, um, though, you'd be dead. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's actually fun. Let me. So I, I will give you a heads up. My computer is not charging for some reason. I think it's because I've, I've I've got this like going. So I'm on like 18 percent. So let me run through my drinking game, and then I would love to go over uh, ranking the franchise because yes, I got to yes. get off soon because my computer is yeah, literally yeah. about to die. Me off. too. Uh, so my my Snyder Cut drinking game. Uh, take a drink when you see or hear slow motion action, biblical imagery. Ghostly Ooh. choir yeah. singing. Yeah. <laughs> Steppenwolf says mother. References uh, yeah, to sequels. Yeah, he does. Villains mm-hmm. that deserve their own movie. Yeah. And a new chapter yeah. begins. And then yeah. you finish what you got. You chug your whole drink when Hallelujah plays. Uh, when Aquaman chugs his vodka yeah. or his whiskey or bourbon yeah. or whatever it is. Uh, Darkseid has an evil speech. And the league stands <laughs> united. That happened in a couple oh. shots. So, oh, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. I stuck with it as best I could. Um, but uh, like uh, Cody said, it was so long. It was so spread out. Shockingly, it was so spread out. Um, because that's a lot of stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah it, it was actually a lot of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, Snyder Cut drinking game. Now, if you I did survived. that with BBS. With BBS, you'd be drunk. You'd be drunk, Ooh, boy. Yeah, there'd be some <laughs> problems. Yeah. <laughs> Mar- especially, Mar- with, especially with Lex doing all his, uh, you know, monologues shit. Anyway. Take at yeah. least two drinks with Martha. Um, so I would love to sort of go over my hierarchy for the franchise. Yeah. Just okay. briefly. Um, this is not indicative of, like, quality or anything. I think just, like... Of course sort of how I feel like going down yeah. uh, what I would watch, like if it was up to me. So uh, we'll start from the bottom. There's nine films. Um, I would probably put suicide squad at the bottom. Then wonder woman, 1984. Then yeah. I actually have man seen of that steel, one. then man of steel, then Aquaman, then birds of prey, then wonder woman, then Batman v Superman, the Ultimate Edition, then Shazam, and then the Snyder Cut. That's yeah. how I would rank them. That's ascending. So Snyder Cut for me is like the best film in the series. I think it fully achieves what it's trying to do. Uh, both mm-hmm. it and Shazam really succeed in what they're in what they're going for. Mm-hmm. And and that's not to take anything away from like Birds of Prey or Aquaman or the original Wonder Woman. Those are all really good, like solid. Uh, superhero movies um, but I just feel like the most satisfying ones were the Snyder Cut and Shazam for me at the end of the day yeah yeah. totally uh, respect the filmmakers and uh, their uh, passion for the work and uh, I still really enjoy the series like I still want to see it continue you know yeah so yeah uh, mine would be uh, Suicide Squads at the bottom uh, Suicide Squad, um, Wonder Woman 1984, um, Aquaman, Man of Steel, uh, 
Wonder Woman. Not, yeah, Wonder Woman. Birds of Prey. Um, there's eight films, right? Yeah, yeah. There's nine. nine films. There's nine. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. So I said Birds of Prey. Um, what was the next one? Um, can't remember. Um, BBS Ultimate Edition, Shazam, and Snyder Cut. Yeah. Okay, so ours are pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, so Wait, I, was BBS I have... my second? Was BBS That was second? your third. That was your third. Okay. Okay, all right. Yeah. So I haven't seen Birds of Prey or Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, so Suicide uh, Squad's at the bottom. That's uh, just a bad garbage film all across the board, except yeah. for like a couple scenes. Um, Man of Steel. Uh... Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, either version, they're just as bad. Oh, come on. Just as bad either way. I like the theatrical cut more because it's quicker. That's it. <laughs> uh, Justice League. The th- Justice League, the theatrical cut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Guess that would bring me to Aquaman. It was it was fine. Uh, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh yeah, Shazam, and then Wonder Woman. Really? Okay, so Wonder Woman is still your favorite. Yeah, Wonder Woman is my favorite one. Okay. Really? I feel like I would go back to that one more. Than the other ones. Interesting, because I would figure that Shazam would be your top one. Nah, because it's alright. I like it, but like what? I'm not like oh. <laughs> but uh, interesting, interesting rankings. I think you would enjoy Birds of Prey more than Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to 1984. It's it's trash. Trash. Yeah. Well, it's bloated. Bloated trash. trash. Yeah. 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 So trash. But at least birds, birds of prey though. That's like maybe a high rental. It's like high rental. It's like okay, all right, all right. No. You're gonna hate one thing about the movie. Well, if you're a true Batman fan, if you love this particular. Oh, movie, you're a real uh, Batman fan, you know. Not a fake poser. I mean, if, I mean, if you love Batman's rogue galleries, then I think you would be a little upset. That's well, all I can say. There's, there's no Jared Leto, so uh, I'm in. <laughs> you know, honestly, though, it, it, I honestly thought that with Jake, I mean, before we uh, end this thing, uh, I had a theory that um, for uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, when they had Pete Davidson, I was theorizing that Pete Davidson was going to be the new Joker. <laughs> that was so dumb. And I would hate that so much. Pete Davidson really? would be a terrible Joker. <laughs> but on that note, yep. Yeah, uh, like, like, come on, Harley. Like, what's I mean, going on here? I'm the king of Staten Island. Yeah. You know? 
I, I think mean, you, 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 you want to know how I got these scars, you know? <laughs> I'm on SNL. <laughs> that, that's right, Jose, all you can say for Pete Davidson is, I was on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, all, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> You're right, uh, Jose. I think we covered, like, everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. We had a great less than two hours. Flash. Oh my yeah, God, that was that was really good. That was really good. That was good. That was intense. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Passionate. So, oh, passionate. Very passionate. One last question, and it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, was it worth the wait? In short, was it worth the wait? Eh. Yes. 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 This, I fully believe, this should have been released. Well, I wasn't really, beginning. I wasn't really anticipating it so much. So, like. I guess it was worth the wait. I wasn't yeah. really waiting for it. <laughs> but it came, and I'm like, all right, all right. it was a better. All right. It was, it was, better. It was a better yeah. thing. It's another half star, full star than the previous one. I really hope we see more. I really hope I it continues. Do not, I do not want to see, I don't want to see uh, Batman hooking up Lois and uh, Superman's son becomes Batman. I mean, Garbage. crazier stuff has happened Garbage. in the comics. So. Yes. I guess, I guess maybe crazier stuff has happened in the movies. It's at least not some random cop named Blake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> calls himself, like whose real name was Robin. Fuck you, Nolan, yeah, for that, that was... one. <laughs> that was... I saw that in the theater. I'm like, oh, they they just said fuck you to all of us. It's like fuck you. You're not getting Robin. This this is the best you got. A cop that immediately figured out Batman was Batman because orphan look. Of a orphan. Look. Yeah, you saw Bruce Wayne. It was like, you know, he has he has the look of the tortured orphan. He's definitely Batman. Yeah, that That's made no stupid. sense at all. Stupid. That movie makes yeah. no sense. It's a hot mess. It, it's. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. It's definitely enjoyable to watch, but uh, yeah. it holds your attention surprisingly. But garbage. I yeah. wanted to make a brief, uh, fun little recommendation since we're on the topic of superheroes. I've been reading the new Fifty Two run of the Court of Owls. Oh, uh, okay. Batman: The Court of Owls, and then I just started reading the City of Owls, which is Volume Two. It's broken up yes. into this story is like these two volumes, and then the Joker: uh, Death of the Family. Sure. So um, I've been reading this because the Court of Owls have s- sort of had a resurgence and uh, they were in Gotham and then they're in the new video game Gotham Knights coming out next oh, okay. year where uh, they're the villains and you play as uh, Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing and Red Hood and you explore Gotham and you fight off yes. the Talons and the court. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to give a shout out that this uh, two volume run, the Court of Owls and the City of Owls is excellent. It's written by... Let's see here. I want to get this accurate. Yeah, that's the it's only new 52 stuff people actually like. It's written by Scott Snyder and James Tiannan the fourth, and uh, Greg Capullo and Jonathan Glapian are the artists. Um, so really, really good stuff. Uh, I'm trying to break into more comics. You know, I usually when I read a comic, I usually go for the big stuff. Like my favorite graphic novel is The Long Halloween, and uh, so I'll 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 obviously read like The Long Halloween, The Killing Joke, Year One. Uh, and then the bigger stuff, like the Court of Owls story. Maybe I'll read Flashpoint eventually. I know I've always wanted to. Yeah. 
um, just go and get like the omnibus of Flashpoint. Go, like, go if you want here. an abridged version, there is the animated movie that's on HBO Max. I own yeah. the animated movie. It's really, oh, really yes. good. And I want to read the comic of it. I want to read it in its original form. So, um, and, and but I'll, yeah. I'll also say uh, there, you could probably find those books at Ollie's because there's a lot of New 52 stuff at Ollie's. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Batman, The Court of Owls. It's a great run. It's really, mm. really good. So, Cody, uh, what, do you, what do you think? Did we do good today? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we did yeah. good. Yeah. We, yeah, we did well. Did yeah. Exceptionally well. Uh, well, yeah. you know. It was a good well. show. We're, we're not that high caliber. <laughs> we're not this, high caliber. This is a Ricky Dink trash fire. That's <laughs> uh, close to its end. Because that's right, people. We are on the road to 69. 69 being <laughs> our 69th and final episode. Uh, this is episode 65. So only a few more to go. And also, another episode's coming at the end of this week. This one's coming out on uh, Tuesday. And uh, oh. Friday, I'm going to have Knox here to... Uh, well, I don't know what we're doing yet. We're going to record in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where, what he, he said for me to give him the wildest, dumbest, grossest stuff that uh, my other guests won't talk about. And uh, I was trying to come up with stuff last night. Got nowhere. Uh, <laughs> I got nowhere. His uh, toe fetish, maybe? I don't know. I don't want to look up toe stuff. <laughs> I don't want to look heck? up toe stuff. Though I might, I might mention... There's probably going to be some Rule 34 shared around. <laughs> uh, At I'm, least I'm I know about fan. all of this, the better. And you can listen this Friday on, uh-huh. on Spotify, Apple no Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Breaker, and other things. Just go to our anchor page, anchor.fm slash softboys. And at softboys podcast on Twitter and Instagram for at least a few more weeks. And then that'll be it. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, having me, Cody. Thank you so much for coming to the show, Austin. This was great. Thank you very much, Cody, for hosting another excellent show. Thank you, Jose, for the spirited uh debates uh we had, well, we had another like battle mediator. cody and i cody and i tried to kill each other you were there like mediating the whole thing i was just like cody call that when he says i'm not going into this about the flash he was like i'm not going into this i'm like jesus cody calm down man damn we're just talking uh barry allen still sucks ah. <laughs> i'm not i'm not excited for for flashpoint as long as ezra miller is involved <laughs> I know that's harsh. <laughs> I just didn't like that interpretation. That's it. I'm sure he's an almost decent guy. When he's not chokeslamming. Yeah, when he's not choking out girls in bars in Greenland or wherever. That was that was weird. They still haven't talked about that, but uh. Okay. Yeah, they still been ignoring that situation, but you know. Maybe there's gonna be a scene where he. Stops himself from choke slamming a woman, so that'll be erased. He he has to stop himself in the past from doing that. Yeah. While he's on his way to stopping his mom's death. Yes. He, he makes a detour to stop choking a girl in in Iceland. <laughs> or 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 maybe he accidentally chokes Iris West on their date. 
Oh. And so he has to go back and stop himself from choking Iris. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. And it, or Jor-El, or whatever. <laughs> Jor-El? What's he going to do no, with Jor-El? No, 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 I'm talking about like... Oh, no, Clark. The... I mean, Clark. Clark. Oh, or Clark. Cal-El. Or, yeah, Cal. Cal-El. L for Christ and Cal for... Or Clark Kent. Clark Kent for Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. Because in this universe, Clark is Jesus, and you have to know it at every possible opportunity. <laughs> and I don't know who's God. I guess it's, that's Snyder. I guess Snyder has to be God, because he is the creator. <laughs> I like that. I don't, on I like on that. the seventh day, he, he made Martian Manhunter the general from Man of Steel, because sure, fuck it. That's it. That's uh, it. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> See you later. Things were good. Stay soft. <laughs>